<laughs> now that you put it that way, <laughs> I feel like oh, I'm really sorry. Can we cut that part out? Because yeah, I felt like oh, I was you, really you're going to be surprised. <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I just felt like I was so mean to Bill. There's your cold no, open. Why is that a 10 minute podcast? <laughs> yeah, I was that, in that room for that, hours with those that motherfuckers. Might be, that might be the new cold opener. Is yeah. me calling Bill that like, like that and just being like, can we just not? <laughs> the funny thing about you saying stone cold opener is I'm going to cut out the stone part so it's not a wrestling reference he, he's not even joking oh god damn it this is gonna be fucking great what, what if i changed it to like called lead pipe opener <laughs> just so you guys know in this universe there's only one thing that's absolute everything freezes <laughs> everything um freezes but no Some men okay just want to watch the world freeze <laughs> nobody's gonna hear this popular outcast production they sound pretty good i think i sound beautiful yeah and i think I, everyone else sounds really beautiful too i i mean i'm content all right everyone sounds good i like it thank you i like it you're sweet welcome to serving ice i'm justin i'm dylan hi my name is bill and dylan do you want to introduce our guest yeah we got our pal chris rao with us hooray Ice to meet you. Oh, oh. I'm doing it <laughs> straight in there, man. Oh my goodness, Chris Rao is our pal, and Chris does a podcast. He's on, our network brother. Yeah, on the same network that we do. Chris, your podcast is the Delusional Loners podcast. You know what's funny? What's so funny? is Bill. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bill, Bill is, is also loner. on the Delusional Loners. Yeah. He's one of the loners. That's true. He's one of the loners. Serving popular loners. I, <laughs> let's get let's get twihearted and serve the popular delusional <laughs> things. I don't know. Maybe we should just leave all that for the end. I don't know why I'm like fucking shouting out your stuff now. I think just to give context to yeah, who you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm a guy, and uh, you're guys, and we just met you on the street. I mean, I was, it was misty out and I had to go somewhere. Dylan saw me and like a stray cat. He just felt bad and couldn't let me out there. That makes that sense. That sounds like Dylan. That yeah. sounds like something he would do. <laughs> that really does. Either with a stray cat or with a stray human. <laughs> you got the yeah. fucking belly shirt and the suspenders. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, misty. That's all, that's all I wear. Misty out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my head. I slow played that. That was, that was good. <laughs> Wait, is slow play a joke? It is now. Oh. <laughs> slow poke? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. So you didn't actually think you were making that joke? Nope. Oh, I thought... No, when, I, you, I, when you laughed, I was yeah. like, slow play, what does that mean? I thought you were making, like, slow poke. No, I'm, no, I'm no, just, no, just no. Take I, I would have said I slow poked it then. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm completely fucking blown away that you're making Pokemon jokes, but... Yeah. It's good stuff. You've been playing? No, no. <laughs> no, I played when I was a kid. Bulbasaur was my yeah. Pokemon. Bulbasaur's pretty good. Yeah, man. I liked him a lot. I don't like Charmander. Everybody goes for that fucking Charmander, and I don't, He's give, so a, cute. I don't give a fuck. Char Charmander you know? was okay, but I, in the real early game, the original 151, I usually picked Squirtle or Bulbasaur to start because Blastoise has cannons coming out of its back when it's fully evolved which is pretty cool war turtle has like re a really cute tail and ears and squirtle's just adorable and in the cartoon he always wore those sunglasses that yeah. had no earpieces <laughs> he didn't have a nose so how did they stay on <laughs> it was just the cutest that's a good point how did they stay on yeah isn't there Pokey like magic. a thousand pokemon now didn't they a lot. discover a whole... It's like probably a pretty more. close. They discovered. Didn't they create... They, they, <laughs> they went to a different world and they found so many more? No, basically what happened was is that... Different um, regions. See, here's the problem that you don't get. Pokemon are real, okay? And you Not know how, like, it. every single year you hear about, like, a thousand new species being discovered in the Amazon? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's basically where Pokemon come from. The, the Amazon. Amazon. They're yeah. all Pokemon. That's, yeah. that's why you're never like, oh, there's a new bear out this year. <laughs> yeah, right, right. There's a new, the new model. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
Pokey jokes. Good old Jokemon. Jokemon. I'm, I'm going to make a confession, guys. What's this up? little post-it note here was... Is it a love note for me? No, no, no. no. It was... It was all Mr. Freeze quotes from the Batman and Robin movie from 1998 <laughs> that I was just going to unleash throughout the show. Oh, why didn't you just do that? Chris Dylan, Rao is our most prepared did, guest ever. Why did you tell us? Dylan's reaction just... to Ice to Meet You made me feel really guilty. Oh, no, but no, I was no, going to wait. I was going to lay them all out. And then when Dylan finally couldn't take it anymore, I was going to be like, Dylan, why the cold shoulder? <laughs> I feel bad that I ruined that. It's okay. That's you some didn't, really funny shit. You didn't ruin it. I just, I didn't think I could pull it off. I'm, I was just looking at them. I'm like, I don't know when I can introduce these into a conversation casually. You could just, <laughs> here, oh, give it to me so and I'll do it. Good. <laughs> okay. Hand that to Bill. You can't read my handwriting anyways. It's like a stressed out four-year-old took some <laughs> frantic caffeine riddled notes. My notes. Jeez, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was prepared. That's so amazing. Wow. <laughs> if I ever got a serving ice tattoo, it pff, top five would be that. <laughs> Just this. That's yeah. really fucking good. We got to save that. <laughs> All right, everyone, chill. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> he said chill, guys. <laughs> God damn it. This is so dumb. I love it. It's the worst, right? Yeah. I'm a horrible Did person. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you. The, um, uh, Jesus Christ. What's this, wrong? this is too fucking crazy. Anyway. Welcome to Serving Ice. <laughs> I am your foster. F- foster. I'm your foster. Are we starting over? No, but all, that, all that's going to get cut, so we might as well. But no. But uh, that, that part right there, what? you you going, welcome to Serving Ice, and I'm your foster, is going to be like the little tidbit before the, the, the cold intro, intro. Yeah. Why does it keep coming back to ice? Because that's just us. The yeah. cold opening, yeah. You guys know what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age! <laughs> it did. That's one of them. Cross it off, Bill. All right. <laughs> um, so, Chris. Yeah. Tell us something interesting about yourself. Man, I, I'm not an interesting person. Oh, that's, come on. Come on. Tell us something that's not interesting about you. I'm a white male from central Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, I guess most interesting thing about me is I did three years of culinary school. Yeah? Yeah. I thought you said culinary school at first. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I was like, that must have been terrible. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Are you ever going to need more than two colons? <laughs> How was that? Did that? Did you? Are you? Is that what you're going to school for now? Still? No, 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 okay. not at all. Uh, now I'm going to school for history and secondary education. How do you jump from cooking food to talking about history and stuff? Well, I always, I always really liked history, but the whole cooking food thing, um, Parkinson's runs in my family, so okay. I someday I'm going to get it worse than I have it now, and uh, yeah. So sorry, man. It, it's fine. I mean, it happens. So I didn't want to go into a career where, you know, 20 years from now, I wouldn't be able to do it anymore. So I figured, why not become a teacher? Like, I can still cook and stuff Uh for fun, but 20 years from now, I may shake. Because, like, when when you have Parkinson's, it affects your hand strength a lot. So I just, rather than, like, go into a career that, you know, I may have to back out of maybe even 10 years from now, something that was less physical with the hands. And you've always liked history then? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, what is something from history that everyone thinks is true that is not true? I know some blow interesting our, facts blow about our Columbus. Mind. I want my mind to be blown right now. Chris, you know some interesting facts about Columbus. Christopher Columbus was so Italian. I'm going to steal this one from Andrew Smith. Okay. Sometime he would breathe in snowflakes and it would make his nose tickle and he would sneeze. <laughs> no, but <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I guess that like uh, Abraham Lincoln was like this really cool dude. Like he was a great guy. He did lots of good things, but like what a lot of people don't know is after slavery was abolished his ultimate solution to the problem was shipping all of the africans who were brought here as slaves or new african americans who were born here back to africa because the only way to prevent anything bad from happening again would be to get rid of them who he thought were the problem and not like that they were an issue but like if they were here 
there was going to be an attention. Somebody's going to snap. Well, it's good that he was wrong about that. Yeah, I mean, and just I completely back. agree with you. Like, that was supposed to be a joke. Nobody laughed. <laughs> what? It was supposed to be a joke. Is like, good thing he was wrong about it not being a problem, and it has been a problem. Not that they're here, but everybody's fighting. It's not a racist joke. Why is no, that? No, oh, I no, I, you're I, smirking I, like. No, no, no. I, I, okay. I maybe it was just worded weird because I took it as like, it's a good thing he was wrong because like then we wouldn't have african Americans. Yeah, there would be no diversity. I thought like that there would it was be, and he's like, psych! Yeah, <laughs> Blacks <laughs> are terrible. <laughs> no, no, oh, no, but- no, no. I meant it as like, there have there has been problems between races. There has been racial discrimination. And yeah, stuff, no, I mean, that's what I meant. I mean, he knew there was they gonna, had a fight for their rights. He knew there was. I, he knew there was. Why? Gonna be problems. Why are you giving me the look? I'm not giving. You're me giving me the look. I have eyeballs. You're, that's, <laughs> you're, that's just Dylan's normal face. I know it is, and it gives it to me. Are you all having? The time. Are you having difficulty? At We're having a fight. Blindness. Right. We're having a fight right now. Is that giving you a problem? Is he wearing a weird shade? The hat's got some green in it. <laughs> It's throwing off his equilibrium. <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, you're not getting a look. He, I'm definitely getting a look. I have eyeballs. <laughs> the I, I definitely caught the fight for your right, and I think we both said in our heads to party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. like, yeah, certainly wasn't a party for them. Though. <laughs> certainly was the opposite. Yeah. But yeah, do like, I get to vote at this party? Like, <laughs> okay. you know. Am I going to be able to set where I want? Is there going to be a different punch bowl? Because I'm not for that. Oh, man. So welcome to Serving Ice. Well, I was just going to say, we got we got three solid minutes so far, but those three minutes are real fucking good. What? Uh, yeah. That's shocking. Yeah. That uh, is actually shocking. Like, I don't know. Another one I like throwing out there, too, is that like marriage about love is less than... 60 years old yeah that makes sense well it's about 60 years old marriage out of love yeah. before 1950 was not a thing like the quakers were the only people who really like ever established relationships rem- like out of love they were really the only people who got married because they loved somebody and it was always with oatmeal yeah always with oatmeal. They, were like, they were like you they love oatmeal to- i love oatmeal why don't we mix our oatmeal let's yeah. let's yeah, make yeah. together and make some babies. as oatmeal long as it's babies. as long as it's the opposite sex oatmeal they're fine yeah, yeah exactly yeah. if i have uh if i have cinnamon and sugar and you've got apple come on over yeah yeah, yeah. otherwise <laughs> the society of friends was a pretty pretty cool group though they were like is that the quakers too yeah oh, well I, no, I, they were sure. they were the society of friends and quakers actually be, was a derogatory term that other Oof. protestants used for them no shit because yeah because they didn't I know uh, that. it wow. was because it was because quakers would refuse to like they they didn't obey the law of like taking off your hat in court or like uh swearing on the bible because they believed in like what is my word if not respectable like what is my word if it's not true? It's nothing. Right. So they oh. were they were referred to as Quakers because they would shake in their boots at the law, but really they would just be like whatever. Is that and a true fact? That's awesome. <laughs> that's a that's a really I like. Yeah, and then and then I they, guess I've never really looked into they, what why they were called Quakers. Yeah, they took the term Quakers and and like embraced it. Huh. But originally, the religion of Quakerism was the Society of Friends. That was the name of their <laughs> religion. Like a superhero group. I was, yeah. Marvel. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, they I'm were actually fight, did they did they, they have were superpowers? F- I I sort of. I mean, <laughs> if you consider fighting for equal rights in the 1700s superpowers, then yeah, they yeah, had superpowers. That's amazing. I'm just playing. <laughs> They were fighting for equal rights 200 years before we gave them to people. Wow. That's amazing. Gave them to people other than white rich men. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like there was a big protest in Germantown, Pennsylvania, where uh, all of the Society of Friends got together and wanted to abolish slavery in Pennsylvania as a whole. Wow. Because they, now they were a religious group. They saw like the holy light in, inside of everybody inside of all living things so they believed in respecting all living things and all living things were on an equal level do they still eat meat men women yeah but like men women children do they eat they were all (laughs) i mean only the bad kids i'm with them then but yeah 
And like their church was not like a normal church. They didn't have a pastor leading a congregation. They would have these silent groups. They would sit in a circle pretty much. And when one of them felt inspired by the spirit to speak, they would get up from the chair and preach. And, and men were allowed to preach. Women were allowed to preach. Children were allowed to preach. They didn't believe in inherent sin. You know, babies were born innocent. They weren't born sinners. That's what the Quakers believed. Like, Uh For the 1700s, that's pretty. They were as liberal as it got. Yeah, no wow. kidding. I think there's a church around here still that that does something like that, where they they don't have a pastor set. It's just whoever kind of wants to get up and 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 say what the spirit moves them to say. Yeah, which is really way different than how I grew up. Way gr- different than how a lot of people grew up who go to church that they have a, a set pastor. Um, going back to that love thing, you. It- s- Go ahead. Sorry. Did no, you have no, something to add to that? No, I no. I was gonna say yeah, love. Yeah, well, I, I I find that really interesting. Yeah. So what? Can the, you repeat what you said about the love? Yeah. Thing? Oh, uh, prior to the 1950s, they would marry wealthy would marry wealthy, and then when you had the working class people, they would just like uh-huh. like among the working class, if there was a female with no brothers who fathers own like, some sort of amount of farmland or a business, she was like as fine as it got because, wow. <laughs> because she was what made your life better and if you could have kids even better free labor like that's what marriage was about mm. prior to the 1950s she got some nice acres <laughs> and then 1950s came around and somehow within a few years people were like oh we marry each other because we're in love and have been dating how, how did that I come about probably marijuana yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. i mean the, the proclivity of uh probably yeah, that the, word. The idea Te- of television. of marrying is that what it came from? Then it was it was television. So not marijuana. Well, so what what television show at that time, and why? Like Leave It to Beaver. One, I love one it. of the big factors that are, have done it is like a lot of historians think shows like Leave It to Beaver has. I, I just watched a documentary today called Misrepresentation. It's about female characters in movies, and women as directors and women in the basically the entertainment business i like the title it's a really it's a really cool pun yeah it's it's good word but i documentary but i watched the part of it today where they're talking about during the war world war ii all the dudes went off to the war and then they hired all these women to replace all the people in the factories and then after they came back they fired like eight hundred thousand women for the men to take their jobs back yeah and then the media and the government started p- setting up different television shows and media campaigns to show that women need to get back into the kitchen yep. and they need to get back into the house life and the, that's the when, housewives and stuff like that. And that's when marriage out of love is that or not economics. From? Yeah. Was there love ever before 1950? Yeah, actually there is was whole, my whole life a lie. <clears throat> there was actually one thing I wish I might still have the document. Uh, I'll try and dig it up for you guys. But I have this document from um, the 19... 19- <laughs> Has it been declassified? <laughs> no, no, no. It's just like its primary resources are really difficult to come across. Oh. and That's one thing I learned from day one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for the listener who doesn't know, a primary resource is something from the time period being studied or something constructed or written by someone from the time period you're studying untainted untainted okay yeah for one of my classes i had an article from like like late 18 early 1900s from an early feminist who was writing about marriage and one of the lines from the things that like stuck with me is like she was talking about marriage and then there was a colon and then like sometimes that person you marry you even love it was just like it was like a quip she was throwing in there she was just talking about like the pros of marriage why people marry and then it was like colon and sometimes you even end up falling in love with that person wow as a symbol you don't always like women at the time weren't always married to men they loved actually a lot of cheating and stuff happened like that that's why the scarlet letter was like a popular piece of literature yeah because at the time adultery was like hugely popular because women would fall in love with men that they weren't married to because they never loved their husband in the first place and and vice versa men would fall in love with women who weren't their wives because they were never in love with their wife in the first place. so that's where the like the banging the secretary kind of yeah um stereotype comes from yeah and the only reason like people were punished for it was because of religion right that makes a lot of sense 
Yeah, if you're forced into a loveless marriage and then... Go ahead, dude. I'm trying to arrange it in my mind. I'm going to fucking... I'm going to look some shit up real quick. All right. It should should I shouldn't even do it now. The moment's passed. I... I <laughs> The piglet al- algorithm. No, 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 it's just it's just two quotes that I that I thought of. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, that's fascinating. Yeah. So that is. Do you know the history of marriage? Because that's something that it intrigues I, me. I don't know it as well as I'd like to, but I definitely think my senior my senior thesis oh. my senior thesis yeah i might be interested in i mean i either want to do it on special education in the field of public education from like the 1800s to today or on the history of marriage because it's just it interests me right is it rooted in christianity marriage yeah i looked it up once and i thought that i found stuff that said that it predated christianity in the way that maybe it wasn't always called marriage but it was a thing with yeah two no people it, and it it definitely it definitely predates christianity i mean what you're saying with the marriage out of love just reminds me it makes me think and be like oh like the people that want to be like you're soiling marriage the sanctity, because it's yeah, yeah. the sanctity of marriage is less than 70 years old even That's christians amazing. even christians didn't marry out of love now, don't get me wrong. Yes, sometimes it happened, but uh-huh. it, it wasn't commonplace. It wasn't every marriage was because you loved your spouse. Right. And even going back, Egyptians, like, sort of... Like, have, with arranged marriages yeah, and, like, yeah, arranged well, obviously, you got to marry that dude. You're, you're a princess. He's a prince. Yeah. What would have been... What is the advantage, then, for whoever was doing that to, to take the idea of marriage and change it? What would that advantage be, and, like, why would they do that? To get women air quotes back where they belong so that misrepresentation thing i was talking about yeah okay it's so fucking weird Yeah, it was so society in order to get women back into the kitchen and being at home yeah society created this image that women you know were these loving adoring things that waited like a puppy for their husband to get home from work yeah and that's what created the that's what formed this marriage out of love that's so crazy. Yeah, because the, because otherwise, what you're saying is is that if the culture would have continued that way, then there would have been women who were like, fuck that. I'm going to go out and get... I like money now. I just had a whole bunch of it, and now I have none of it. So uh, <laughs> forget, you know, like, I don't need to come wait on this dude. I'm going to go out and find work. Where when they... Basically, <laughs> it's a giant conspiracy. It's a giant conspiracy <laughs> to put... But basically, it's, it's yeah, all like declassified. Yeah, they tricked women into, or I shouldn't say they tricked because they tried to trick. Uh, they tricked they, society. Yeah, they they tricked society into thinking, oh yeah, that that that's that's how it's supposed to be. You're supposed to love your husband so much that you'll stay at home and take care of everything. So when he comes home, he'll have a nice warm meal and his shirts will be ironed and you know like and later on maybe you guys will push the beds together. Yeah. If he's in the mood <laughs> and didn't have too too stressful of a day at work. Yeah. I told Dylan this theory, and I know I never told you to. I had a theory going back to... I'm not even going to say the name of the place because I'm just going to get... Someone's going to get angry or, or I'll get made fun of. There is a place that I went to last summer um, <laughs> that was incredibly magical. <laughs> and they had this merry-go-round of progress uh, of progress <laughs> was it was it a different land that you went to it was or was it a whole world. new world it was a different world. <laughs> oh weird your space was travel. there a mice did they have <laughs> mice problems like <laughs> they, they might have um, or they're like just two really really big ma- mice that were like clothes <laughs> and and like a dog with a silly green hat <laughs> i think it might have been green it might have been red it might have okay been blue. i have a question real quick <laughs> we'll come back to your story why could goofy talk and pluto was fucking stuck in a doghouse outside uh, they're I, both dogs yeah what what would like that's probably was, an allegory for racism somehow or, or what or was pluto like a special needs person <laughs> oh man that makes it so much worse like <laughs> he was just a mute so they're like fuck it chain him outside he probably. can't use his words i mean it was the 30s so that's true <laughs> and it was walt disney <laughs> so this magical place you speak of <laughs> yes 
<laughs> the ride that I was on made me think about society because it started off in like the 1900s or the 1920s, and each progressing year, more and more technology came out, and it made me think maybe that's the reason why the family unit was the way it was, where there was farms and stuff so the man had to go out and farm the land and someone needed to stay inside to take care of like the household chores and then taking care of the children but as it kept progressing more and more inventions came out to make that work easier so then you had a dishwasher or you had a laundry thing or you had the well that was inside of the house instead of being outside of the house so you wouldn't have to travel to go get the water so that left open all this free time and then people were like we don't have to farm we don't have to take care let's of let's get to fucking <laughs> no no i Jump just straight to fucking <laughs> yes i i just mean that that opened up the opportunity for women to say like i don't there's have nothing to, for me to do there's anymore. no reason for me to be here why don't i go out and do this thing or go out and do this thing and i don't know if that theory is correct but it makes sense in my head well i mean if you go back to like the native american tribes in pennsylvania and stuff like okay that, women the perfect way to word this and, and a proper way to give you the image like you should see is women did life-giving activities like their job was involved life-giving things yeah men's job was life-taking okay so like the men did the hunting the men went to war mm -hmm. women did all of the farming which if you think about it farming is life-giving they're planting the seed yeah like nurturing it so it can grow growing plants they did all the gathering they took care of the children so like women were really valuable in native american society whereas the men just like they went out and they were the reason when they had clothes yeah. and they were reason that they could eat meat sometimes. Right. But they didn't need meat to survive because the woman was out gathering berries all day uh -huh. or taking care of the maize crops. Right. So like, it's kind of weird how that, how that switched at a point. Yeah. It's not the same culture. Obviously it, it had the switch came when white people showed up. Yeah. And, and it's, it's obviously <laughs> not the same, the same culture as you just said. Yeah. Like the idea that, Hey, the woman's job is to go get the food. But in our world, it's like the man's job is to go till the land. In, Not but, in our world, but, but like e even, early. In, even in our, okay, even in like early society though, it was the man's job to do the thing that could allow the woman to go get the food. I mean, stereotypically, the woman does the grocery shopping and all that stuff. Yeah, I was going to say we just substituted war for work. Like right. the, the woman is still I doing see that. all of that bullshit. That makes sense. Yeah. That's a, yeah. So it didn't flip so much. I mean, not any. I I go buy my own cat litter, and I go buy my own groceries. Right. And I, because I'm an independent man, and I don't need no woman. <laughs> <laughs> but I love my woman. Yeah. I I I sometimes like referring to her as my female because it makes me sound really like <laughs> misogynistic, <laughs> and I'm not at all. But like it's right. just hilarious to be like my female. <laughs> um, why why did Christianity adopt that idea then of of loving of of marriage for love? Because it was convenient for them. I mean it it was it gave it gave them a reason to justify not giving rights to another group i mean i'm not trying to bash christianity by any means no no right. i understand but it's it, good it to, was the, it's good it, to explore that but though. it was the only argument not they had hatred. because because <laughs> okay if you're trying to argue a point what's gonna work oh men shouldn't be allowed to marry men because then you're gonna have two breadwinners in that family <laughs> two people who are economically get making money as opposed to one going out and doing the life taking and one doing the life giving you've just got two life takers there has to be a different reason they adopted that not to contradict your thing or say that you're wrong but i'm thinking when that transition was happening i'm sure same-sex marriage was such an uh, mind-blowing concept to them that they didn't that they wouldn't have had to worry about it then like i'm sure that that was adopted Probably but, out of convenience. But the marriage out of love started. arguments didn't start airing until same-sex marriage happened. Well, okay. The marriage... 
because their only argument. I see what you're saying. No Christians argued marriage was out of love and a Christian value until I, homosexuals I see, I see what wanted, yeah. wanted marriage. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought you meant that they adopted huh. it then to prevent homosexuals. No, no, no. They, had, yeah. they it was adopted but, then to get women back in the house. Yeah, I got what you're saying. Yeah, and to, but they're and just to blasting be okay it now it. because yeah. Yeah. because because back then, surprisingly enough, you know, women protested after World War II ended and the jobs were taken from them because they were like, hey, we did these jobs fine while the men were gone. Yeah. What what the fuck do we have yeah. to give up now for? So then they were like, oh, well, let's start channeling this into society. Right. So, like, it, it ended up bringing... Rosie the Riveter and Bonnie the Breadline. Yeah. I think there's two directions that I, 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 I we can go with this conversation. And I want to ask the one question. Maybe we can come back to the next. Do you think... Do you gentlemen in this room think it is... I don't even know the right is it right morally okay is it necessary to have a social contract to say here's what women do usually here's what men do usually that yeah that's the question do you think that it's necessary in a society to have that kind of social contract to say no <laughs> okay <laughs> this is what you can go ahead and then I'm gonna take like that was all I, I needed. Okay, no, that was, okay, and, and, that, and that's the answer. That's the answer. Okay, because I don't, I don't think it's necessary. But as a human race, it's been happening for forever. You go back as long as you can, and genders had a job. Men did this. Women did this from the beginning of society. It's always been women were life givers, and men were life takers. Going as far back as you can, back uh-huh. to the Mesopotamians, going back to the Neanderthals, like. The social constructs of gender have existed through all societies, yeah. and it's because women give birth. That's the only re- the only reason that that construct exists is because literally human life comes out of a woman. Okay, I see where you're going, and I, and I don't want you to think that I'm saying that women need to be in the women kitchen. need to do this or men need to do this. I'm saying that as a society, as we grow up, maybe it's important for us to have roles. But the part that's wrong is to say you need to do this. Like the same thing with uh, the social contract, the social contract of saying, hey, here are these milestones that you should work for. You should work for your graduation. You should work towards your marriage. You should work for your first kid. You should work towards having a retirement. And like these are the milestones in your life that you have. And not everybody does that. And maybe that, and that's what I'm trying to say is that, is it important to have that in a society to have some kind of, some kind of Structure. blueprints? And then if you deviate away from it, you shouldn't be looked down upon. But I'm, that's what I'm asking. Is that important? Or if the answer is no, we can move on. Just, just because, <laughs> okay. It's necessary just because like all societies have done it. Like it's a thing that happens. Okay. It's I, inevitable. I'm sorry. I, I don't, I don't know that necessarily. I don't know that. Holy shit. Fucking. You just had it. I'm so... It's in my brain. I don't know that... Fuck! Pre. Pre? (laughs) I don't know that pre... (laughs) Fuck. I don't know that... You got this. I don't know that... All right, um... (laughs) It's a word, and it means shit that happened before. Prior? I don't know that history... I don't know that history... <laughs> what the fuck is so funny? Is it because history doesn't have pre in it? Pre? No, yeah, because... You were stuck on pre for so long, and now you're jumping to history. That, yes. Yeah. That the word you're looking for was history, I think and we've that, literally I think been talking about history for so long. Touche. That's a good idea. <laughs> I think that there's a few different words. The one that I was thinking of has pre, but I'm abandoning pre. I'm leaving that in the dust. And I don't want to even hear prior because that's too close to pre and I'm pissed off at pre right now. And that, that fucking I makes it a little different, but I just can't take it. I don't... It's an I-O-R instead of an E. Pry. And that's all good and well for it. <laughs> I, I don't know that... <laughs> this is so much fun, that's man. Hilarious. Yeah. I don't know that history dictates necessity. Right. Sorry, carry on. I just wanted to interject no. that. Okay, I agree with you. History doesn't dictate necessity, but when but the evidence when the evidence shows that all societies were built with the structure in mind, then you can say that it's necessary. You know what I mean? Like you can say, "Oh, I still disagree. you can Okay, so so 
good example. Maybe maybe this is just semantics. Maybe we're arguing but, the definition of necessary. Okay, but okay. So this is what I'm saying. During the hunger strikes in Ireland, people went like 56 days without eating before they died. Now, just because that one person went 56 days without eating doesn't mean you can go 56 days without eating. But because all societies that have existed show this is evident and true that these structures existed, therefore you can say that they are necessary because there's no society that successfully existed without these structures in place. I, I'm very close to seeing what you're saying, but <laughs> still disagreeing. Which you're allowed to. But <laughs> I, I feel like like what you're saying is like Dylan. This is a fact. Like uh, no, shut no. the fuck up. This well, is a okay. fact. So what I'm saying is is like right now you're like someone who is saying that just because there's a creature that exists that evolution can't point to, evolution isn't a thing. Like like let's say let's say there's like these blue butterflies and then some green butterflies and some yellow butterflies come off of this blue butterfly. And then suddenly somewhere along the line, there's a fucking zebra striped butterfly. And you're like, Jesus Christ, where this zebra striped butterfly come from? Right. There's nothing that shows it could have went there. Therefore evolution isn't real because it, this thing was spontaneously existed. It's, I, I know I'm equating history to science, but if you're studying the human race as a science, with the with the evolution thing, I'm not looking at the butterfly and saying evolution doesn't exist because of that zebra butterfly. I'm saying that evolution might not exist because of that zebra butterfly. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm I'm not saying that. Yeah, no, a, I I know. And this is I'm just like yeah. If there's one thing that's a common factor in every society that's ever existed from the beginning of the human race, from beginning from even prior to the homo sapien if like neanderthals showed it and they were before homo sapiens even yeah so as long as there were upright mammals if something had existed and every society from then on also shows that same thing it has to be there's some reason there's no there's scientifically you can't say it's a coincidence that all human-like creatures that ever existed just so happened to create these gender roles like i don't agree with gender roles at all right but looking at history from a scientific point of view the fact that it has always existed from the beginning of human time is is enough to say that there must be something important about it like there's some like you may not be able to point to the evidence of why it's significant but i mean e even if it's just you know society carried it from here to there Still, there's a reason they took it with them. Yeah, I, I think, and and I'm not. I never went to college. Like you, definitely know way more about this. But my only input would be, I think that time makes liars out of all of us. And yeah, I, no. I think that <sighs> just because it, it has happened means that in every case that you look to historically and say this has always happened, I think that's just because the time hasn't happened where it hasn't, hasn't happened. happened. Okay. Yeah. But here's here's where I'm going to back up my point and I agree with you but I think the construct exists in prior societies as an efficiency tool it's just like how a society took a torch with it somewhere else because you know this place may be darker I think the gender constructs were created to make it easier to exist I will meet you there and say yeah. that, and that that's all I'm really trying to say from I, that question today gender constructs aren't necessary but the gender constructs today exist because they were necessary back then but i i think you could point to a lot of fucked up shit and you could say like hey all that war and killing and shit was that necessary like hey was was fucking you, you know what i'm saying <laughs> but, yeah, okay, like, so uh, yeah. many different things and yeah say, like but, that fucked up thing was okay necessary, but but not, not anymore but are okay i i want to say right now i do not agree that men are better than women. Oh yeah, I don't. Or, think, or the opposite. I don't think that's okay. I don't think I got but that vibe. I think gender constructs were created out of a cooperative thing. I understand what you're saying. Like a lot of horrible things can be viewed as necessary to, you know, seen through the right lens. The lens of history. Yeah, but what I'm saying is like, at some point in time, men and women got together, and the men were like, "Hey, look, I'm a little bit better at killing things, <laughs> and you're a little bit better at giving life to things." 
why don't we meet in the middle somewhere and I do all the killing and you do all the giving and we can make each other's life as easy as possible. So the woman brings the mashed potatoes to dinner at night and the man brings the steak. I think, you know what I mean? I, <laughs> I, it, if I, it, if, I've, Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. After you. I I was just going to say, I think gender constructs got manipulated to be something negative, but their original existence in primal, I guess I would say, society, like early society, like the Neanderthals, the early Homo sapiens, Homo erectus, stuff like that, the gender roles then existed just because it was the better way to live. Just like the human beings started fucking just so they could continue to exist how prevalent was rape back in the neanderthals do you have a statistic like one i don't know if they i don't know if they they didn't record it but i I don't know if you could know what i what i uh, go back uh from what i understand and this is like one of those things that i'm i might be completely talking out of my ass but like i feel like i've read or heard uh that ancient buddhist proverb (laughs) there there was an ancient (laughs) buddhist proverb that there was not very much sex up until like pleasure recently sex. it was just a whole lot of rape it was a whole lot of rape where where i'm going with that is like if the gender rules if they definitely did sit down and had a nice little dinner and the man was like "Ooh, let let me propose this to you darling i'm thinking that i am better at hunting buffalo and perhaps you are better at picking potatoes out of the garden would you mind doing this so that we or even that she suggested it you know but i i have a feeling that it was a lot more this is just what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like, yeah. listen, I'm gonna hit you over the head with this fucking club, and you're yeah. gonna pick the potatoes tomorrow morning. Right. And and that's that doesn't even factor into our argument. That was just me being cynical. Yeah. You but know, the, like, like. But uh, the difficulty in that argument comes from like no one. There's no evidence of any of those things happening at the time. For all we know, they could have been a completely like understanding and you know saw eye to eye on level, and and they were on my side and just were like, hey, I'm a. I'm a man. I am, you know, naturally slightly, you know, my build favors slightly to being able to kill things. And your build favors naturally to giving life to things such as children. Yeah. Why don't we, why don't you do something that keeps you safe so you can keep bearing children and I'll go do the high risk things that also help us exist? On some level, I would say somehow, yes, at some point in time, <laughs> gender roles were necessary you guys just fucking convinced me yeah yeah i maybe not well i I, I don't want to say my final point is that while while they might have been necessary i think it's wrong to say this is what you need to do and then criticize or or yeah because ostracize somebody who doesn't follow them no that's my i agree with you i'm gonna recant i'm gonna recant that real quick (laughs) i don't know that they when you originally asked in a society is there are generals necessary? Okay. That question could be rephrased, like you said, like filtered through history and back when they were cave people and not very many women, it would probably be best to not put them in harm's way so that they could Well, not even, that, not even if there weren't very many women, but the women were what was needed to procreate. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that, that's where I was going. If there's only, you know, you, you don't have many, like, let's not lose them. If a woolly mammoth tramples them, like, let's let the dudes... Right. Go Get after trampled. the yeah. Now, yeah. Now, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. No, 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 no. no, no. I, I totally no, know where you're. You're one now. Another just like playing devil's advocate, defending that. I was gonna, that would be great if you were like you fucking sexist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just playing devil's advocate though, and saying that gender roles are necessary. Animals which aren't are arguably aren't free thinking things except for like, elephants like a lot of people say animals are free thinking and just as Dolphins. many people if not more say animals aren't free thinking but for sake of for argument's sake let's say they a majority of animals that exist with a few exceptions don't have the ability to think freely for themselves they don't have they're not on the level human beings are intelligent to humans. yeah or their intelligence is not akin to human yeah 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 let's say that so for argument's sake their uh, their intelligence is not akin to human then why do gender roles still exist in nature why when it comes to lions are the female lions the Ooh. one who do the hunting and killing Whoa. and the male lions and like you just put your finger on that sounds weird you just figured out exactly what i was trying to say <laughs> i yeah. think in our history you just you just fucking worded it man in the history of human peoples I think that when it starts to be a more structured society, the necessity 
or maybe not. I'm not. I'm definitely not saying necessity. I the think, existence of gender. Roles. Uh, yeah, I think the importance of gender roles starts to evaporate if you could look back and say and and maybe that's maybe that's why i'm okay with it being like oh the fucking the the mammoths and you don't trample the right you don't want to do that with the mammoths and the the wild creatures and put the females in harm's way but then as they start to become a more Sentient, structurally like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, Civil, yeah, yeah. social yes yeah, social evolution as they start to become yes. that the helpfulness of gender roles quickly evaporates or even um fucking ferments into damaging right boom yeah fuck that's what i've been arguing this whole time you know if you even if you if you think about it like with that sort of situation when it was like neanderthal they probably didn't even realize just how like you know procreation worked so they were probably like they hey this this lady right here Thing like babies come out of here because they were probably fucking all the time. Because what are you gonna do? You got you kill, you eat, you fuck. Somebody made a wheel once, but that guy was gay. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> <That's>, but <laughs> no, okay. I mean, like, yeah. I I think uh, that uh, like I was saying, it's probably very easy to say that Neanderthal men didn't understand how sexual reproduction worked, considering there, there's people in their twenties or thirties or forties or fifties right now that don't even really know how sexual reproduction no. works yeah. yeah no there's um, there's very good like they were just like eh. yeah i've had sex before and i still don't know how it works <laughs> <laughs> that's a really yeah. good that's a really good observation so why wouldn't they be like oh well we got to protect the the ladies because otherwise they're not gonna, there's not going to be more men they probably didn't even think to the point where it's like well if we die too they didn't yeah yeah they didn't connect the dots and then going back to like the um have the, we just cracked the neanderthal code Maybe we might have. We this might be some innovative research. We but then she dies. A baby's not going to fall out of her once a year. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Like they didn't read or write. Right. It's very well that they had no understanding. They were just like, sex is this thing that we like. These are people who thought that like stars were like gods and yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, stars like, were probably, gods and yeah. feared fire. Like yeah. the the Neanderthals were afraid of like fire and stuff like that. And like right. just, they worshipped like weird gods and like if they didn't kill once a year a human. To right. the one God, their corn wouldn't grow right. Right. And stuff like that. But, like, there's a very good chance that they had sex. They didn't know that it was created babies, though. Yeah, exactly. And they were just like, it's weird. Every, like, year or two, uh, another human life yeah. comes from she just gets women. She just gets this weird bulge in her, in her guts, and suddenly a, a child forms. But- let's, uh, let's take a break. I think we hit that point where you had this mind-blowing conclusion. Of what? I don't remember what it was, but you had it. Did I already have it? Yeah. I lost it. <laughs> did oh, I no. say it? You did. You your mind your mind exploded when I talked about animals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, geez. I thought you meant that. Like I was like, oh, and then I didn't well, fucking did, say no, it. No, no, like, no. We didn't remember any of you that did, though with the Neanderthals. You did. Yeah. With the Neanderthals, you were like, you hit the conclusion. Oh my god. Yeah. And I think that's a good place to wrap up. Can we just throw something fun at the end? Just so that... <laughs> like, Chris, really? what did you read good? comics? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a big Deadpool fan. Fuck yeah. I was going to say, who's your favorite? Uh, did you l- like what, when? How he, it, he's trying to ask, did you jump on the bandwagon? Yeah, I definitely should have thought about that before. Yeah, I no, I didn't. I, uh, I mean, you, you can say yes, because I, no, I was, I everybody was, has I was, to have their first time. I was eight years old when I first, like, discovered Deadpool. Gotcha. Cool. So, cool. like, 12 years ago. Awesome. Now, like, I'm not that into him that, like, I can talk about, like, different people who've done him. Yeah. I know, I know the evolution of the character and how he's changed over time, but I don't specifically know which artist at which time yeah, was no, which I, Deadpool. I, I, I'm really, I'm really tough with that because yeah. how much Marvel changes their, like, yeah. their writers which and stuff like that. Bullshit. But, like, I don't like what they've done with him now. What, I was gonna, do you don't like what they've done with him now in the comics or in the film? Uh, uh, the I film? I don't even want to call I, it film. Oh. Can we call them bastards for doing oh. what they did? It really killed lots of me oh, to yeah. watch that happen. But but I, I'm like the purist. I'm like, I don't want to fucking see anything change from the original source material. If you can actually just make this a silent film and just print the original <laughs> word text on the screen, I would prefer that. Okay, so like, 
You're everyone, talking about with the Deadpool? With yeah. The, in so Wolverine? like I talked to a bunch of people and now a lot of the people, uh, surprisingly enough, Deadpool was not well known prior to that movie. Like not, not a lot of people knew who Deadpool was before that movie, like as a character, as uh, anything. So like I, and at that time I was already a really big fan. So when people were like, oh, Deadpool's in this movie and Brian Reynolds plays Wade Wilson. I understand Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is not a great actor, but I cannot imagine another man in Hollywood who could pull off Wade Wilson slash Deadpool better than him. I was going to say, I thought he was a damn good Wade Wilson. Yeah, no, that's yeah. why I'm saying. So, like, when I saw, when I was watching this movie and it started out and I met, oh, I met Ryan good, Reynolds and Wade Wilson, I was like, yes. this is the best. Yes. I'm on board. And yeah. then they introduced Deadpool I, and I was like, what? Why? Yeah. Who is this? Yeah. It's not him. It, it's that guy from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> it's all of the guys from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> so, but now in the comics, he's had all of his powers removed. His only power now is breaking the fourth wall. In the in the Brian Brian is he the current is he the current writer? Yeah. Then yes. His, really? He's a mercenary. He's still a mercenary. So he's like the Punisher. He had such but he has no powers except for breaking the fourth he, wall. He had, they did a whole kind of like, quote unquote, reboot for Marvel yep. called mm -hmm. Marvel Now. Yeah. Two years ago. And they had Brian Pusain and somebody else, two comedy writers. Am I saying it wrong? Yeah, no. but it's. No. No, Brian Pusain. Brian Yeah. yeah. Posehn. Two comedy writers writing Deadpool's <gasps> arc. Yeah. And they had him fighting the dead president. Yes. Yeah. It was so uh funny yeah. and amazing. No, it, but now he's just they they like uh, the writing is still really good, but it just it takes out like the mechanic like okay, the reason I dislike it is because my most favorite issue of Deadpool ever and again, I'm not a like super comic book fan. I just really like Deadpool a lot. There's an issue where he falls in love with Grim Reaper. And wants to die so he can be with her forever. But he cannot die. So the entire issue is huh. him trying to get people to kill him. Wow. He goes and like harasses the Incredible Hulk. But like he goes to Wolverine and like harasses Wolverine. And uh, one of the characters that was introduced in the Young Avengers that uh, is like a, a bad guy, but he like nuclear explodes. I forget what his name is, no. but he goes to him. Did he ever harass Rocket Raccoon? <laughs> no. I was going to say Starclops, and then I thought, <laughs> is that a shitty X-Man, or is that a My Little Pony? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, like, it's just so well written, because, like, it's got all the funny, like, aspects of Deadpool, but at the same time, you really, like, you're pulling for him to die, because you just want him to be happy and be with the one right, he right. loves, and, like, it's just, it's really beautiful, but in the end, he just, like, accepts that it's not gonna happen. Chris, what's your favorite smell? My favorite, uh, what? coconut, and it's only a it's a smell I've recently discovered as my favorite. Um, there's this place called Lush, which it's fantastic. It's a cosmetic store. They sell like soaps, shampoos, and fragrances like deodorants and stuff like that. And they don't test on animals or That's anything like that. Awesome. Like, but they have this cologne that I really, really love. That it's like a coconut and vanilla scent. I just, I tried it on when I was there, and I was just like, man, this smells so good. Do they have They're, witty names for some of their stuff? Absolutely. Okay. I was in Lush in a casino, oddly, oh, okay. years ago. That yeah. was when I was visiting they have very They have very witty names for their things. Like, my favorite soap they carry, well, it's going to be gone soon. It's called Demon in the Dark, but it's because, like, it's a black soap with black wax around it, and, and the mint in it causes, like, wispiness to look through it, like, sort of demon-looking things in there. And they have another one that I think it's called Hellraiser or something. I like it a lot. It's a lot more of a masculine scent, though. Maybe too masculine for me to pull off, but it smells like... It smells like you... Just killed a buffalo. No, it <laughs> smells like you fell asleep at a campfire while drinking whiskey. And awoke to Cenobites staring at you. <laughs> but that's what, that's, that's what it smells like, though. It smells exactly like you fell asleep at a cap campfire while drinking whiskey. Wow. That's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. But this episode... Do they have it hanging on meat hooks? No. That would be, that would be fucking awesome. It just has a shitload of pins in it, so you can't really use it. Yeah. <laughs>
You said Hellraiser, right? Am I making the no, wrong no, no, references? No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Totally it's no, called no, no. Hellraiser, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm they're, pretty, just, they're just falling I'm, flat. The I'm pretty, no, yeah. you're good. Yeah, you're fine. They're definitely but I'm flat. pretty sure that's what it's called, Hellraiser. In your defense, I've never seen the Hellraiser. Movies. And I did, and I just thought it was too clever to laugh at. Ah, touche. It, it was like... The, uh, and I've watched be, them, but with my eyes closed. It would be for the people. Yeah. I've had sex, and I don't know how it works. I've never seen them, actually. Oh, Trues. 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 It's trues. What is... So that's your favorite... Coconut is your favorite smell. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite scent to wear? Is it also coconut or do you have... Do you prefer like a manly musk? Well, uh, my favorite... My favorite cologne for a long time was uh, diesel. Uh, I just... I liked it because it smells like outdoorsy. It sort of smells like outdoors. I like that a lot. But definitely like now that I've smelled this like coconut... Uh, perfume and I tried it on. I'm like, this stuff is the best. Just and coconut gonna, all the way. Yeah, like it just it smells so good and like the way the chemicals, the way it reacts with my my body chemistry, just it smells so good. Because like sometimes you get a weird cologne that you try on and it ends up smelling like dill. Like it, that happens a lot. Some colognes, like I like the way they smell on their own, and then I spray them on myself, and the way they work with my body chemistry, they smell sort of like sour, like dilly. Just dilled up. Yeah, just so much dilled. Do you think that you can? rub a coconut on the outside of your body and have you smell like coconut maybe the meat but not the not the brown stuff gotcha. brown stuff has no smell yeah it would just like give you rash you would yeah you, you would, would look get, like you would, rubbed a coconut on you yeah. you would be like so you'd be out what? and about so it would be like this dude over here doesn't know how to smell like coconut yeah he, <laughs> he did just this took the it wrong the, way he just took it off the shelf at the store rubbed it on his <laughs> neck now he's got rug burned and he'd be banned from the supermarket for life. <laughs> yeah. yeah perhaps Dustin, what is your favorite scent and your favorite smell? Scent to wear. Let me, let me flip that so it's worded the same way as him. Justin, what is your favorite smell to inhale and what is your favorite scent to wear? And you don't you don't smell very well, correct? Yeah, I don't smell very well. Yeah. Um, I like cinnamon. Gotcha. Cinnamon's pretty good. To smell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wear Old Spice a lot, so... That's about that's about it. Gotcha. Which which old spice? Passion? I have no idea. Oh, yeah. What's it got on it? I don't remember. A wolf, a hawk, or a fox. It's whatever I got for Christmas this year. They do have a hell of an advertising campaign. Oh, Oh, absolutely. They're geniuses. I I don't think I've seen one that I didn't like. Bill? What is your favorite smell to inhale? To sniff. This would have been a better icebreaker. What is your What is your favorite smell to sniff? Yeah. What is your favorite smell to sniff? What is your favorite scent to wear? Uh, vanilla. And, to smell? Yes. And uh, the, the, the wolf thorn from Old Spice. Gotcha. Oh, my God. I used to wear uh, Teen Spirit um, because it smells like candy. And then they made a man version of Teen Spirit. Is Teen Spirit really a name? Yeah. Did they have to clear the rights? Was Teen Spirit a thing before Nirvana? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And no in fact, shit. The, uh, Fuck, that makes the, sense. Basically, what happened with that <laughs> was is that um, one of the ladies from L7, no, uh, from Bikini Kill, he, she was hanging out with uh, Kurt Cobain, and they were in this um, room, and she spray-painted on the wall, Kurt smells like Teen Spirit. And she was referring to the deodorant, yeah. and basically, like, you know, just poking fun at her friend, and he had no idea that that existed, and was like, whoa, that sounds so cool. And he thought it was like a cool, like, revolutionary yeah. kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and that's why he wrote Smells Like Teen Spirit. That's fucking awesome. Of course, I think between, you know, it releasing and, uh, yeah. yeah, he yeah. found out. But yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, that's crazy how much he liked Bikini Kill and how much I don't like Nirvana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I really, and, and Chick from Bikini Kill. Ooh. And... The one person in Bikini Kill fucking had a lot of words. Kathleen Hanna? Courtney Love, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yes, they, There was a point, I really want to support her, but there were a couple comments that I read that I'm like, whoa. Wait, you want to support who? Kathleen Hanna. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah we'll but, still support her, fuck it. Yeah, they, well, there I mean, you got to consider who she's talking about as opposed to. That's true, but there were a couple that I read that I was, because I want to support Courtney Love, too. But, yeah, I really like Courtney Love. But yeah, she they current definitely Courtney Love, just crazy Courtney Love. Mm-hmm. I I feel something for her, like a lot. I feel a lot of something 
yeah a lot and i don't i just think it's sad just the whole thing but yeah the she definitely said some cl- really classless shit about courtney love and i'm like dude that's like I think she might have been a better judge. Uh, uh, she might have been a better judge of her personality and um, her motives and like her ethics and all of that better than you or I. Yeah, yeah because yeah. she knows her. Yeah, that's probably true. But I, I don't know that that constitutes the. I, I'll Google it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, the Teen Spirit that blows my mind that that that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, fuck. It's it's made for like teenage girls. Okay. Yeah. What did that become big in the grunge movement? Did a lot of grun grungers? I don't. I don't know. I don't think a lot of grungers wore deodorant. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Uh. Gotcha. Do you also like vanilla flavored things? Yes. Okay. Do you like cinnamon flavored things? I don't know. Do you like coconut flavored things? I do. That's amazing that all of your favorite scents are uh, a th- an edible, and you also like the edibles, except the jury's out on you. Um, things with strong scents, like cinnamon, vanilla, and coconut, induce the taste buds to recreate the flavor of, the, of that object when you're smelling it. Hmm. So that's why, that's a lot of times why, like, a favorite scent is also something you like. Like, weird. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Professor Chris over here. I just, I'm a plethora of useless information. Dylan, what's your favorite scent and smell? I believe my favorite smell to smell is I like chapstick and I like... Like original scent oh, chapstick? Oh, man. I, just, wanted, I really want to change my answer, but go ahead. You definitely can. Mine's weird. Continue. Okay. My favorite smell to smell is chapstick. And then there's this other smell that I smell on occasion. And I think my mother used to wear the perfume of this or maybe my grandmother, but only a couple times. And I associate it with Christmas and mass and midnight. It's probably frankincense. <laughs> maybe. Seriously. Oh. Seriously. It's, um, it's like, did what religion were you? Uh, I, I I went to a, a ca- some Catholic. Okay. Uh, the uh, I forget what it, they're it's called, not. The, it's not the crazy. The thing. The thing that the they swingy like, incense yeah. thing yeah. they swing with. Oh, okay. Because like I I just know my great grandmother used to wear a perfume that smelled a lot like the frankincense. Yeah. Uh, I I've been to a mass since then and it didn't trigger the same thing. But sometimes I'll fucking smell it randomly, and it it freaks me out i'm just like who has it like who has it what is it where are they right and then i I look like a like a crazy person my um, my i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you off oh that's okay the the thing that i enjoy to wear i like nog champa a lot yeah but it has to be the right kind of nog champa because some smell like a really stale sad flower and then other smells like happiness that's the only way i can describe it yeah however i've deviated from the nog champa and i've just started wearing like axe or some kind of spray stuff right. just because i haven't showered i don't shower very much anymore because <laughs> i'm pathetic and like have no reason to live or no one to impress so i just don't shower that much so in order to be out in public and tolerable i spray this really heavy uh axe stuff uh bill my f- my favorite scent to smell is when you run the vacuum cleaner Really? That's a pretty good smell. I love that smell. Really? That's a pretty yeah. good smell. I wasn't thinking in those like terms. Like when it so starts to get hot, like when the yeah. vacuum starts to heat up. Oh, I don't know why. Yeah, it, it's a good smell. It smells like hot electric. Yeah. And like air. Yeah. Like dust air, but not in a bad yeah. way. Yeah. That, would, that usually kills me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <clears throat> uh, Chris, do you want to wrap it out? Yeah, yeah. You and Dylan wrap it out. Okay. Uh... Yeah, let's do one of the, like, famous Dylan Summers rundowns. Oh, shucks. We talked about uh, scents and smells, right? Yes. Learned something very important about all of us. Yeah, absolutely. What did we talk about after that? Or before that? We did talk about that. We talked about wrapping up the episode. (laughs) Before that. Carousel of progress. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We, like, you know, made a revolutionary Neanderthal discovery and, like. Yeah. We cracked the code. 
fuck, Deadpool. Fuck X Men Origins Wolverine for forever. But um, we we talked you, about uh, uh, gender roles and social contracts. Uh, Abraham Lincoln. Oh yeah, wanted to send um, African Americans and uh, Africans who were brought here by Americans back to Africa. Uh, after slavery was abolished and marriage is a modern construct um chris if people wanted to find you where can they find you you can find me on the i'm not going to be like you guys and all cryptic and mysterious you don't have to you can do what you want um delusional owners podcast on the popular outcast production network yes chris does a fantastic podcast with andrew smith yeah yeah um the but we definitely want to have you guys on in the oh. very near future. Oh, shucks. Um, uh, other well, than that, call like, Andrew. Get his ass over here. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, uh, just you're on the if, Twitter, right? I'm on the Twitter, but I mean, sometimes I tweet things, and sometimes they're okay. <laughs> what uh, if people want to respond to you and tell you that you did such a fantastic job? And <laughs> if they love people you? want to respond to me, you can tweet at me at o u k. E T I T H E Y E T I on Twitter, and that is pronounced Ook Eddie the Yeti. So, because everyone has a really hard time with trying to figure out how to say that, so it's how it's pronounced. Um, tweet at me on there. Um, anything else social media wise, like Snapchat, uh, Instagram, whatever, it's the same, it's the same handle. <laughs> So I'd love to hear from people. I'm totally diggity down to tickety talk. <laughs> and Dylan, if they if they wanted to find Serving Eyes, where could they find us? Just find us. Yeah. All right. This has been an episode. Uh, I'm Justin. I'm Dylan. And I'm Chris. And I'm and Bill. special guest. <laughs> <And> special guest <laughs> Bill. Sorry, Bill. I forgot uh, okay. you were part of this podcast. <laughs> this has been Serving Eyes. Let's kick some ice. <laughs> <laughs>